Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from Wednesday, October 6th of 2021. And of course it was a busier day today because yesterday was so calm. Um, If you hear, just a little like side note, if you hear any background noise, I actually have one of my windows open. um, Because it's like really hot where I live, even though it's October. Um, and it's also raining, but like, I love it. So I'm just going to keep that open. You might just hear some ambient rain sounds. Maybe it'll put you to sleep. I don't know if my voice is the kind of voice that can put you to sleep. Uh, it certainly doesn't put me to sleep, but I'm usually talking. So, you know, maybe you can go to sleep. Who knows? Um, so that is just my little like update. We do have, like I said, a busy day today. Um, so we are just going to jump right in with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. In Belgium, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde each had one event, um, each, I guess, sorry, that sentence structure failed me, um, but they each had one event today. Um, King Philippe visited a transportation and logistics company called HSR, which is one of the largest, most prestigious transportation companies in all of Europe um, that employs about 6,600 people um, or 6,600. And so he was there to learn about various different roles um, and training programs, as well as obviously um, transportation and logistics companies like this have been, um, just like everyone else, experiencing a very different kind of workload in the past year and a half since the pandemic. Um, You know, for those of us who order online um, for a lot of things, like obviously that has to get here somewhere. Um, And the same thing with stores that are, you know, in the beginning it was toilet paper, which is still funny that like toilet paper is still never really in stock. Cracks me up every time. I'm like, okay, we all understand at this point that the world has not completely ended, even though it's tried a few times. Um, you know, but the grocery stores have to get supply that way. So there's a lot going on with that. Um, so he was there just to learn about all of that stuff and thank them for their work over the past, you know, two years at this point, really. Um, as well as learn about some of the opportunities given to HSR's employees. So that was King Philippe's event. Um, and then also today, Queen Mathilde visited the Breast Cancer Center um, at a local hospital. So um, again, I feel like we're probably going to talk about this probably like once with each royal household, if not more. Um, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Um, so this Breast Cancer Center um, does a lot of different support programs for patients and their families who are experiencing um, breast cancer, breast cancer treatments, um, and all the things that go along with that. Um, Just some of the programs, so she took part in like a roundtable discussion on that, um, as well as learned more about each individual program. 
and how it's supporting um, patients and their families. So, um, you know, I think that is a pretty important discussion. Um, as obviously I'm sure so many of you do, I know several people whose lives have been affected by breast cancer, whether they had it themselves or, um, people like I went to school with, um, their parents, their moms would, um, suffer with breast cancer. There were several of that. Um, and so obviously I think everyone in the world knows at least someone who's had breast cancer or of someone in a way that is like pretty personal and so I think it's just um it's certainly a a journey um that affects everyone involved from the patient's life um and so having a support like in a hospital that has really supportive programming is really really important and I appreciate that um and so that was Queen Matilde's event for the day. Um, also, can I just like briefly transition and say, this woman was in Paris yesterday. Now listen, Belgium, like Brussels and Paris, you know what? I'm just going to do something. I'll be right back. Okay. This is what I wanted to do. I just Google mapped how far it is from Brussels to Paris. By car, it is three hours and 15 minutes by car. So by plane, it's probably 20, 30 minutes max. Um, so obviously it's not like she had a long trip to go to Paris yesterday or a long trip back. Um, but again, let's remember that I'm from the States and if I travel three hours, typically I'm still in the same state. Typically. Sometimes I'll be able to get myself to another state. Uh, but most other states are about three and a half hours from me, if not more. I live in a Midwest state, so like I am surrounded by states, um, and they all take about three or more hours to get to. This is a whole nother country, and it takes three hours by car, not private jet or, you know, anything like that. So, just saying, three hours. So, but still, I think of it and I'm like, oh my goodness, she was just in Paris. Like, that's a whole nother country. But like, again, it's three hours. But still, I find it fun. So that was Queen Matilde's day today. Um, and now we are going to move over to the British royal family. The United Kingdom. In the UK, Queen Elizabeth actually had two different events today. Um, so first, she had a virtual audience with new ambassadors. Um, so today, she received credentials virtually from the new ambassadors to the UK from Greece and Belize. Um, and so these are, I would assume that Queen Elizabeth is going to be one of the last royals to go back to in well in fact she is the last one um everyone else at this point has done at least one ambassador meeting 
um, since the pandemic started in person. So uh, that is different for Queen Elizabeth, who is basically taking up residence in Windsor again, um, has been in Windsor since fr uh, Saturday, and it is expected that she'll at least stay there. In there is some construction going on at Buckingham, and also just like pandemic life. Um, and so there's that. There's also pandemic um, and queen, the queen being 95. Um, so she has these virtual audiences where the, the ambassadors are brought to Buckingham Palace and she is on a computer uh, at Windsor doing the reception that way. So that was the first thing. Um, and then also today she visited the troops of the Royal Regiment of Canadian uh, Artillery, Horse Artillery, who are currently guarding, are on their first mission guarding uh, Buckingham Palace and Windsor Castle for obviously the first time. Um, so this is the first time the Canadian Artillery has been doing that. Um, so Queen Elizabeth, being the Queen of Canada, is also the Captain General of the Canadian Armed Forces. Um, and so today she went out and she talked to them. Um, she visited like their barracks on the grounds. Um, she received a, a Captain's General sword. Um, there was just a lot of mingling and learning about their experience, especially coming over um, and taking on this obviously prestigious role. Like it is hugely prestigious, of course, to be guarding at Buckingham and Windsor um, as those are like just two major monuments, uh, historical locations that are that are full of tourists in normal life. I really don't know what the tourist situation is right now in the UK, um, but that is a little bit about what was going on today. Um, I did have her scheduled for another event, but I didn't see that take place. Not that it didn't, they might share it tomorrow, but like I have not seen it anywhere. Um, and so I'm just wondering if like the royal family's website is maybe not up to date in terms of upcoming engagements. Um, let me just see here if that has been updated at all. Um, oh, never mind. The event's tomorrow. See, that is why I check these things. So we'll see if that happens tomorrow. Um, but again, back to work for Queen Elizabeth in London today. Well, Windsor. Windsor, if you don't know, is actually not that far from London, uh, like London Center. It's, I wouldn't say it's a suburb, but it's kind of a suburb of London. Like it's relatively close by tube or train, um, et cetera. So that is what she was up to today. And then there were no other events for the British royal family. So now we are gonna move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark, we are going to start first with the announcement of the day. Um, 
which is what I call things when they come out of the Danish royal household, because it seems like they're making relatively large announcements every day. Um, but today's was particularly exciting. So everyone by now has heard that Queen Elizabeth is celebrating her 70th year on the throne in 2022. Um, however, Queen Margrethe is also celebrating a rather large milestone on the Danish throne. Um, she will have been queen for 50 years in January of 2022. So today they announced that this would be a rather large celebration um, full of lots of different events. So that is forthcoming. Um, I think I have mentioned on here that I am planning a trip to the UK uh, next year for the Platinum Jubilee. I today have started seriously considering whether it is feasible to do a trip to Denmark in January, which is when all of this is going to be held, uh, like the second or third week in January. I have not decided. I don't think it is in all reality because I also... Um, have some other big plans for like later in the year. Um, but like plane tickets are not as much as I thought they would be. So I'm playing around with it to see like what an Airbnb would cost and like how much I'm willing to get jet lagged for this. Uh, the thing about Denmark is they throw parties well. Um, I also know that they'll do something for Queen Margaretha's 85th birthday which is in, which will be in three years from this. And I am confident that I will be able to go to Denmark for that. Um, if they don't do anything ahead of time. So we'll see. I'm playing with the idea. It's just, it, 2022 is going to be a very expensive year for me, which is fine. Um, but not always feasible to do three what will probably be three international trips um and one like long-term international trip all in the same year so we'll see um yeah we'll we'll see but the the idea of royal watching in copenhagen for this is pretty thrilling because everyone's gonna come everyone's gonna come because Everyone missed the 80th birthday party because it was in April of 2020 when obviously nothing was happening in the world because of the pandemic. So we'll see. Uh, Denmark is a country that I would totally consider traveling to in January um, because of their pandemic situation. So, you know, we'll see. Also, I'm just in general leery of travel, so... But we'll see. It'll be an interesting concept. It'll be an interesting time. Interesting decisions need to be made. So that is what was, uh, that was the big announcement in Denmark. But then we did have a couple of events as well. Um, so first we have Crown Prince Frederick, who visited um, a, a school in Copenhagen that is participating in Project Edison, which is an uh, invention competition for inventions focused on benefiting and improving climate. Um, 
that is being funded in part by the Project for Entrepreneurship that Frederick is honorary president or royal patron of. So that was his event today. And then also today, Crown Princess Mary launched an initiative with the Mary Foundation on anti-bullying in football clubs. Um, So she launched this today with the Danish national um, football team's goalkeeper. Um, which is interesting. Like, it was so funny. I recognized him immediately because if you don't know or you weren't following the podcast in the summer, I got really into the Euro Cup finals and really the whole thing. Like, I started from the qualifying matches, um, and just watched the whole thing until the end. Um, and I am still so sad that England lost after trying so hard. Um, But I was, like, very invested. And the first Danish game, there was actually, like, a horrible, terrible, scary thing. Um, And so, like, I rooted for Denmark up until the very end. Uh, My two teams through that were Denmark and Spain. uh, And both got to the semifinals, but not the final. Um, So that was just, it was a really fun time. Um, And so that was really exciting to see Mary take part in that. Um, And also, like, anti-bullying in all forms is wonderful. So that is what was going on today in Denmark. So now we are going to move over to the Dutch royal family. The Netherlands. In the Netherlands, there were a few different events today. Um, The first one is going to be really hard for me to talk about just because I'm not completely educated on the whole situation um, and also have very mixed feelings on everything um, related to the situation. So today, King Willem Alexander spoke with six of the victims of the child care allowance scandal that basically caused the political situation right now in the Netherlands. Um, So there was the scandal where a minister was, it was a corruption thing, um, basically funding the child care allowance to individuals, but then revoking it privately and keeping that money. It, it was, it, it was really bad. Um, And my understanding of it is not complete. So that, that description is what I know of it. Um, without knowing the nitty-gritty details because um, government corruption is just like, I'm not here for it. Um, And so sometimes I choose not to make myself more angry and get involved. Um, So he spoke with some of the victims that that had happened to um, just about their, their challenges and, you know, also like while King Willem Alexander is not a government official in terms of, like, he's not making laws, he's not implementing laws, etc., this government is in his name. Like, at the end of the day, he is the head of state, um, which has always been my thing with all of these royals, um, and the Dutch royal family got, like, the brunt of this, but, like, all of these royals set an example and are, um, whether they chose this or not, uh, are the representatives of their country. 
um, and what should be going on. And so I think it's great that King Willem Alexander had this conversation. Um, I'm a little concerned about the political nature of all of it, um, but I am sure he towed the line um, and stayed very neutral as he has to, but also owned up to the corruption issue um, and hoped, hopefully addressed it. You know, obviously they didn't share too much, but I just wanted to mention that that's something he did because I, on one hand, find it incredibly admirable and on the other hand, I'm very concerned about the the political nature of it um, without knowing the context and the details of everything. So those were King Willem Alexander's events um, or event, I guess. And then today, Queen Maxima also had two events. Um, so first, she attended the first anniversary of the music education agreement that was done with more music in the classroom last year. Um that basically brought music education into all of the schools in the Netherlands is essentially what it did. Um, and not even just like music education, but like music legitimately being used as a tool for education in a normal everyday classroom environment. Not again, not specific to musical education, but like using music as a tool to learn anything. Um, you know, like we have an ABC song, right? In the States. I, I think I've mentioned I am with children now every day of my life. Um, well, not every day, but most days of my life. And the amount of times I heard the ABC song just today um, is overwhelming. <laughs> but, like, it's really helping them learn. Um, and we use it as a tool to, like, do different things in what I work with. So that was a... Um, you know, I just, I love that. I love more music in the classroom. I think it's a wonderful organization. I love that Maxima is still super involved, even though, like, she's kind of shifted her focus. Um, I love that she's still super involved. Um, but then, uh, on the same day, just a few hours later, she also did a visit um, to an organization called the Trimbos Institute, which is a research institute and basically social organization focused on mental health care, addiction care, any kind of social needs that exist um, in the Netherlands. So it's an education facility while also serving as a um, tangible place for ongoing treatment and accessibility to treatment. Um, so again, we see that shift in focus back to mental health um, in a way that I think is I'm really excited. So she made the announcement that she was going to start spending a lot more time focusing on mental health. Um, she made that like in Jan or in July. Um, and I'm really excited to see the fruits of that as a former social worker who is still very um, much, very much an advocate for mental health. That is what I will call myself at this point. Um, so that is what was going on today in the Netherlands. Um, there was, this is so hard. Um, there was an event today in Norway, but it's, I hate this because I feel like I still can't really talk about this event, even though it's logically something I could spend a little bit of time on. Um, 
but today, just for the sake of time of the podcast, um, you know, and there aren't that many details, um, today King Harald attended the World Wrestling Cup, um, match between a Norwegian wrestler and someone else, um, to, he was obviously there to root on the Norwegian, um, the World Wrestling Cup, Cup this year is being held in Norway, um, so King Harald was there to root for the Norwegian, who ultimately lost, which is incredibly sad for, for them, um, but it was announced that King Harald will be back on Saturday to cheer for more Norwegians competing that day, um, I may on Saturday dive into it a little bit more, um, it's just, again, protecting myself from getting too invested in something that I don't have time for. Um, like, this is not summer and I can't watch the Euros all the time. I would love to, but I cannot watch wrestling all the time uh, right now. You know, I've gotten invested into Formula One because of this podcast. Like, just a lot of things that I just didn't have any interest in before um, and now do but it it's all good. So anyway, that is what was going on today in the Netherlands and in Norway, and now we are going to move over to the Spanish royal family. Spain In Spain, King Felipe and Queen Letizia each had one event today. Um, strangely close-ish to each other, but like obviously not together. Um, they don't have any events scheduled together this week, which is fine. Um, just something I noticed. So today, King Felipe attended the Sustainable Urban Movement uh, Conference in Bilbao which is in, I think, the Basque country. And this conference is basically exactly what it sounds like. It is a conference focused on the future of sustainability for public transportation, transportation, mass transportation, basically making the ways to travel um, through urban areas carbon neutral, uh, carbon negative, um, and just very impactful on the environment um, because while large commuter traffic like I'm used to here in the States isn't as much of a thing um, in these bigger countries, there are still buses that run on fuel, on gasoline, which is not carbon beneficial at all. Um, and so even though there is less traffic, there is still a negative effect on the environment from public transportation. It is much better arguably much better than driving individually. Um, and look, I, that's not a, a judgment. I drive to work every day um, in my car that, and I go three, three miles. Like I work three miles from my house. I don't work far. Um, and Again, if you're from Europe, that's like five kilometers. So like reasonable to walk or get to somehow. Um, I just don't because of convenience. Um, and that's how a lot of it is. Like th there is no safe way for me to walk to work. There is no safe way for me to get to work other than my car. My car is the safest option. Um, there aren't sidewalks. So 
and like there isn't a public transportation route to my work. Um, so I drive and it is what it is. Um, I'm just really lucky that I drive six miles a day, uh, maybe more, but not really. Um, so anyway, it looks like a really cool conference. Um, I love the idea. I'm really excited for inevitably when I end up in all of Europe at some point, hopefully, um, to see a lot of this public transportation, obviously use public transportation, um, cause I certainly will not be driving in the UK or in Denmark. Like everything will be on foot or on public transportation because that's all I'll really be able to do as a foreign tourist. Um, so that is something I'm really looking forward to seeing continue to evolve. Um, so with that, um, Queen Letizia today had a, um, attended the closing session of the international seminar on language and journalism. Um, so the seminar has been focused on mostly like reporting on scientific everything. Um, so obviously if you've been around for the last two years in our world, um, there's a global pandemic that requires a lot of different reporting than say like government business. Uh, a global pandemic is much different and requires reporting of scientific nature. And how do we do that factually and correctly and um, also eliminate false information um, from real information? And so that's what the conference was focused on. And today's session specifically was focused on um, dismantling these negative ideas um, that are, are publicly accepted, um, maybe not by masses, but like are just kind of accepted. Um, you know, this idea that the vaccine is bad in some way, shape or form, um, that it's the only thing vaccine that has ever been like, you know, just like a lot of disinformation that I don't even want to say, um, because I don't, um, I don't know it all because I just don't listen. Um, I got my vaccine. I'm fine. And I, don't think that being fine or not is the qualifier of whether you should get the vaccine. You get the vaccine because for the greater good. Like, that's my concept. That's my theory. That's what I do. That's what I did. That's what I will continue to do with any new thing that I have to get. Um, it's not always about me. It's about the greater good of the world. And so, anyway. Um, so that is what the conference was focused on. And... Um, I would have liked to hear a little bit, and I understand that she can't, okay? Like, again, this is a fine line, and you have to be very careful, but I would have loved to have heard her thoughts on this negative information scheme that is going on. Um, and so, that is what was going on today in Spain, and so now we are going to move over to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. In Sweden today, there was one event. Um, so today was the 13th stop of the 21 
county tour being done by the Swedish royal family. Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel visited uh, or oh, Oribo? I don't really know. Um, it's an O with an umslot over it. Um, anyway, which, um, funnily enough, but also, like, sadly not highlighted at all, um, is where Prince Daniel is from. That is where he was born and where he grew up. And I think where his parents, maybe they don't live there anymore, but, like, at least up until the wedding where they lived. Um, I'm not sure if they relocated to Stockholm ever. Um, they may not have. I honestly don't know. Um, but I know certainly they've been involved with, like, their grandchildren. Um, but this was, like, woefully undershared today, which is fine, but, like, made me sad. Um, and so today they, you know, these are following a very similar pattern. So they started with meetings to focus on the effects of the pandemic in the county. Um, they visited today a vaccination center, um, a... Like, uh, the city arena, which is what hosts hockey games and concerts and all the things, um, you know, to learn about the impact that COVID has had on their operations. Um, they visited the city mission, which is, um, it's kind of a food bank and also, like, a community center all wrapped into one pretty little bow. Um, and then, finally, they visited a school, and all of this was to learn the effects of the pandemic um, on these areas. So that is what was going on in Sweden. Um, lots of information there. I do wish the Swedish royal household or even like the Swedish press that are reporting on this would report a little bit more information. Um, and unless maybe they are, and I'm just not looking at the right sources, but like genuinely haven't been able to find the information that I have been able to find on other, like, tours being done like this, like the Norwegian tour, um, the county tour that Akun and Metamari just took, the Spanish tour last year, um, and, like, I'm trying, I'm desperately trying, but there just aren't places to find, like, anecdotes or even, like, more detailed conversation on the events, like, there's, it's just not there. Um, if you have sources, please let me know, but, like, I haven't found anything, um, and I search every day. Every time there's a tour, I'm searching for hours trying to find as much information as I can. And I just come up empty every single time. So anyway, that is what was going on today in Sweden. That is where I'm going to end this episode. Um, please make sure to check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, like and review this podcast. And then also, please make sure to check out Shop the Daily Royal on Etsy. Um, where I have been slowly but steadily posting new items. Um, the day is not over, but I don't think I'm going to get the British Royal Family items posted by today, but hopefully I can get them up tomorrow. Um, they just didn't all get... Uh, it's not that they're done, um, but I have to get the pictures taken and all of that, and I just didn't have time today, so I will hopefully get that done. I will get the pictures and stuff done still tonight. Um, and then get everything uploaded tomorrow is the goal. Um, if not, I'll 
finish up everything and put them up this weekend when I have days off my day job. So I may have launched a little early, but it's certainly totally fine. So that is what was going on um, in all the royal households, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Thursday. Bye.